Hey there, Sarah here. I'm just recording a super quick intro for this podcast episode. In the description, you should find a link to a survey, which is the Thermal Talk 2020 survey. We've really enjoyed creating this podcast for you guys over the last 12 months, and we hope to continue making awesome podcasts for you in 2021. For that, though, we want a little bit of help from you and any feedback you can provide, we would really appreciate. The survey shouldn't take any longer than maybe five or ten minutes to fill out and your responses will be really, really useful in us making good content going forward. I really appreciate any of you who decide to go fill it out for us and thank you so much for watching. Enjoy the episode. Has everyone done the homework this week or are we improvising again? <laughs> um, I did the homework I, five minutes ago. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had a rough look at it last night when you messaged me. Well, you know, it still counts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've read, I've read a bit. <laughs> Jillian did not. I feel like, I've uh, been so busy. I feel like when we started the podcast, everyone was like really like, oh my God, yes, I'll have to read up. I'll read up. I'll, uh, and now we've got to this point where we're like almost 30th. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'll be shit. fine. I I'll know read, things. I'll read the article as Sarah introduces it. And, and then I'll, be, I'll have time. And then I'll be an expert. Yep. That's it. That's right. Well, there you go. Well, you've only got two little short articles today. So, you know, pressure's on. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's jump right into it, I reckon, everyone. I reckon. A train outside, my place just went, so I'll take that as a yes. Is that what that was? That was was a train, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Hello and welcome to Thermal Talk, the official Thermal Take Australia podcast. On today's spooky podcast, we'll be discussing whether streamers and content creators should pay for the games that they broadcast. We'll recommend some spooky games to play this Halloween and we're going to debate whether keeping a new mode in the upcoming COD game, a PlayStation exclusive, is a bit of a dick move. Uh, As always, you're joined by me, your host, Sarah, and today I'm also joined by... Justin. Nick. Me, Jill. <laughs> me. My name is me now. <laughs> I am everyone. I am me. Um, I should mention, though, that if you are hoping for Halloween game suggestions, this will go up on video a week after Halloween. So <laughs> it will miss Halloween. But, you know, audio people, you'll be fine. Um, but, you know, you can play spooky games whenever you want. You don't just have to do it on Halloween. You can just... If you want to be spooky, just be spooky. So, but this is meant to be spooky themed. As you can see, we've all dressed up. Um, we're looking great. We're looking very spooky. <laughs> very. I'm so spooky. Thank you. I don't even have anything that could be remotely spooky right now. I mean, it shows how much in Australia we just don't. We still don't, don't do care. Halloween. We no. really don't. No. Are you guys pro Halloween or not not into it? You you don't like it? Not a fan? Because people do I'm, have opinions one way or the other. I'm a I don't care. Just don't knock on my door. <laughs> just don't <laughs> talk to me, and I don't care. Yeah, like my my front light's not on. There's nothing like showing that I celebrate this at all. So don't walk up my driveway and knock on my door. As a general rule, not just for Halloween, just ever, just never, never, never knock do on it. Yeah, yeah, if you're not Ozpo. Go away. I'm <laughs> not that much either. I don't know. I've never been, I don't think. Only yeah. if there's been like 
don't know, like a party or something I've gone to when I was young. That's about it. So you never went to like Halloween parties, never did trick-or-treating or anything like that? Like Halloween was just like a non-event, like as I was growing up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Only time that I like actually kind of did something was when my niece was very young and the, their local park had a kid's Halloween thing. So all the kids dressed up. Oh, that's cute. And we went there and that was cute. They had some games and stuff. That's that cute. I think the mm-hmm. biggest issue with Halloween here in Australia, in my opinion, has always been the fact that, like, Halloween happens for us in spring, so it's, like, still daylight. Like, it's still daylight until, like, mm-hmm. 9.30. And so, like, kids can't really go do trick-or-treating at, like, 9.30. So what you do is when you see someone who does do trick-or-treating, it's just a kid wearing a sheet walking around in broad <laughs> daylight. And you're like, this yeah. just, it just doesn't have the same feeling as, like, it would if it was dark and it was nighttime. Like, yeah. I think everyone's. I think everyone's like kind of just latch onto the fact that it is just a giant like consumerism, like holiday at that point. Like Christmas and Easter, like yes, also very consumerism. But at least there's some sort of like family event around that where like you know people get together, like family haven't seen like all year. You would still meet up and at least like have lunch or dinner or something like that. Halloween is nothing. It's just like all right, let's just go ahead and buy like lollies, which I can do that any weekend. Like so, I do that every weekend. So yeah, it's like what. Why does it matter that it's Halloween, you know, like, yeah. I think I actually learned a couple of weeks ago that ha- I think Halloween is actually an Irish holiday, like, originally. Uh, Irish or Scottish? Yeah. I know it's like, it's like a Celtic like, thing. I yeah. never knew that. But then America took it and just went freaking ham with it. And they, it's kind of more their thing now. But I was mm. like, there you go. I didn't know that. So I was impressed. Mm. Justin, have right. you like darkened your space to try and yeah, like the mood? Or I don't know why. It, like my camera, like I'll adjust it before the podcast, and then we start the podcast, and I'm like glowing. And then <laughs> I just turned the game down like five minutes ago to what I thought was suitable, and now it's dark again. So I don't really know what fruitcake's going on. But I've does... got the I've got the, the gauge on the other screen, so I can change it on on the fly. Does it have anything to do with the fact that when we all join this Discord call, we have white backgrounds, so your monitor gets a hell of a lot brighter? Uh, no, because I've got a I've got a white um, screen on the other side to give myself some more oh, light. Okay, but... well then, your computer's broken. Just um, tell me if advice. I get dark, all right? Or <laughs> no if I get too bright. It's part of the whole spooky thing. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> part of the spooky thing. Ah, it's fine. Cool. Okay, let's... Yeah, just like lean go. into it. Is what. It... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> spooky, spooky. Justin is spooky now. Oh look! Oh, all the spooks. Now oh, taking that to they'll never know. I can't even see. Like, yeah, you body just like just... disappear. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's so actually kind of scary. <laughs> well, we're all having nightmares tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It's okay. Creepy Justin can't hurt you. Creepy Justin. <laughs> Get away. He lives close to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay, oh, normal justice oh, back. It's fine. It's all, it's all good. We're safe. We're safe now. <laughs> Did you find your answer, Nick? Oh yeah, it's like Scottish and Irish. There you go. Yes. Just like that region of the Just world. That area. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There you go. Educational. Mm-hmm. Uh, Right, cool. <laughs> cool. Well, I guess we'll just jump Bye. straight into the episode. Uh, so, first thing I wanted to talk about this week uh, was some very interesting comments. So, the uh, 
Google Stadia, I don't know if he's the only director. I, I got very confused. Um, basically, Google Stadia director came out saying that they feel, well, I'll read the exact uh, tweet for everybody. Uh, the real truth is the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. And that is from, yeah, Google Stadia director uh, Alex Hutchinson. Uh, so yes, <laughs> so that is, um, yeah, he's the creative director of a studio, not overall. Uh, that being said, though, a lot of people were kind of mad about this. Uh, I was reading a few responses to it and a lot of people kind of feel like it's such a, like it's a very strange thing to ask when the sort of, like the amount of games that have grown in popularity from uh, exposure from streamers and content creators is crazy. A great example is Among Us. That game released <laughs> last year uh, in 2019. I think it was like August or something. And it is now the most popular game really going around. And it's solely kind of happened because a few, like a couple, one or two streamers, I'm pretty sure, started playing it. And then everyone's playing it. And now it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, so, you know, in, in this guy's eyes, streamers, there should be an additional license for streaming games. And I've heard a few people come up with this in the past. Basically people saying um, that you know, when you buy a game, you purchase the right to play the game, but you haven't really purchased the right to share it with anybody else. Because you could argue that someone could watch the whole game and then not mm -hmm. buy it. And then the game's losing out on the money because, well, I'm not going to watch, like, I mean, I guess to use my own self as an example, <laughs> I've watched a full gameplay of The Last of Us 2 and I decided I didn't want to buy it because I wasn't really interested after watching it. But then in contrast, I watched the full play of The Last of Us, the first one, and I loved it so much that I watched it that I went out and bought it and played it. Anyway, so what I'm saying is I guess they lost a bit of money because I didn't end up buying the game from that. So I guess the argument is that, is that people could watch the whole game, be streams, and go, eh, I'm not going to get much if I for buying it now, and they're losing out on money. So this is the idea that streamers and content creators should have to buy an additional license on top of the game in order to broadcast it. Similar to how now uh, streamers are being told they have to purchase licenses or use royalty-free music because they can't use music they don't own in their streams. That includes in-game radio. So in GTA, you've got to turn your radio off unless you own, if you're streaming that, unless uh, unless you own that music. That's how harsh they're yeah. you know, going down on people now uh, on stream. Uh, Actually, so, that. Yeah. Sorry, speaking of the GTA thing, um, there was a patch that came out for one of the Grand Theft Autos a while back. I don't remember which one it was because it was so long ago. But they actually took some of the music out of the song, like off the radio yeah. in-game. And the whole reason was is because the license that the studio had for that song had expired. Yep. So they had to take it out of the game. Yeah, that happens mm -hmm. a lot. There's lots of songs where I started playing GTA 5 when it first came out. And there's so many songs that were there then that aren't there now and things yeah. like that. Because licenses, why. yeah, they expire. Yeah, they expire. Sometimes they don't want to renew them. Uh, but yeah, so things like DMCA takedowns are happening all over Twitch right now, especially for clips, which are mm -hmm. ridiculous in my opinion. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I wanted to hear what you guys thought about this idea. I mean, I don't, none of you guys are really content creators. I mean, we, I wish Alex was here for this because he would have been really interesting to hear his opinion of. But what do you guys feel about this kind of stuff? Do you think this is this is a fair statement? Like a lot of people didn't agree with what this guy had to say, but is there some merit to it? Like I said, companies are losing out on potential revenue because people are watching people play it instead of buying it themselves. So do you think streamers should have to, and content creators should have to give something extra in order to broadcast this content? Or do you think this is stupid? <laughs> I think your story is interesting because I didn't even think of that. I, I read this and I was like, this is stupid. Like 
it, it wouldn't work. Um, mm. But the fact that, yeah, you said like you decided not to buy Last of Us because you watched it. I didn't even, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense because like I'll watch like story playthroughs of games because I want to know the story but um, don't want to play the game. And obviously <laughs> like technically they're losing money from me doing that as well because, yeah, so I don't know. It's more complex than I thought it was. I think well, me and Nick had a quick discussion about this at work, so I'll let him. Uh, oh, yeah, thanks. It looks like itching to say thanks, stuff. So. Thanks, mate. Expectations. Throw me under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So technically, if we go by the same rules that other companies or people have to play with with music or movies, then yes, they should require a license. Um, they are essentially taking someone else's like created work and uh, making a profit off of it, but not really like created it. You could argue that they're creating like their own Twitch stream video. That's fine, but they didn't create the game in the same way that like you know, you walk into a department store and they're playing music. They didn't play that music, but they're using it to help make a profit. Um, and then you could also come at it with Sarah's point of view that if you watch a single player playthrough of a game, then you go, oh, I don't need to buy the game now because I've seen, you know, someone else play it. I know the story. There's no point in me buying it. But then at the same time, there are other games where you watch someone do like a, a playthrough of it, and then you go, "Oh, that looked really good." Now I want to go play it. So it's like, which one has the, you know, higher percentage of, or which one is more likely to occur? Not buying it or buying it? I mean, I don't know the numbers behind that. I doubt anyone really knows at this point. Probably needs pretty in-depth study. Um, I don't know. It's complicated. I I would say I'd say no. They shouldn't need a license. Um. But it's not really based on any evidence. That's kind of just like my feeling. So, you know, that's that's the heart okay. talking, not, not the brain. Um, so I don't know. This is actually kind of complicated. I've you. Is that what it you're saying? Oh, yes. We've done it. We've... I mean, I could take like a dig wow. and just be like, well, because this guy works for like Stadia, he doesn't know what he's going about. I mean, there's that too. <laughs> Stadia is such a success that yeah. this guy definitely, you know, he has his finger he on the pole. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know. It's complicated. The music thing, of course, there's there's laws already about that where like, you know, if someone's playing music, like it gets taken down. Um but obviously laws haven't caught up in terms of yeah. streaming video games yet. Which is fine if you're on Twitch, you've probably got about like two or three decades before that catches up, so you're good in that regard. But yeah. But personally I'd say no, but like whether that's based on any hard facts is it, it's not. It's just just my opinion it's yeah i'm, I'm probably in the same boat I'm, I, I don't know because then like if they did do this if they did make people pay um for playing it would that then defer them actually playing games anymore yeah and other and other people like would it still have a negative effect in the end would it stop people actually playing and then that will, again, make game, game developers lose money in the end? Like, I, I just, I don't know what I mean, the pros and cons of it would be, really. I mean, you could also come at it from the point where companies are playing people, so they're paying people to play and stream their games. Yeah. So why would a company pay someone to stream their game? Because obviously they know that it's like a form of marketing and that mm -hmm. people might buy the game, you know, if they see someone else play it. 
So are they okay with only a few people playing and streaming it, or they can control like how many people are streaming it and like the amount of the game they get streamed, so that people will just go buy the game because they can't see it anymore. Like that's probably what they're okay with, but they're probably not okay with having you know an infinite number of people stream the game for as long as possible and then losing out on sales. Mm, yeah, but then like if yeah, I don't I don't I don't get it. So say a game wants to promote a game developer wants to promote the game so they contact a twitch streamer give them a free code mm -hmm. they play the game but they don't actually play this type of game like if they don't really like this kind of genre mm -hmm. or whatever it is yeah then it's like negative because the stream is going to have like they're going to complain about the game because they don't play the type of game ever yeah and then yeah. what they're going to have to pay extra for them actually showing it on twitch like mm -hmm. Then, then that's like an issue there too. In the in the end, if they're worried about people watch like what Sarah and Justin are saying, like you watch the whole game play and you think it's crap, and then and then you don't want to buy, it, then make the game good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's so much that like the shops fired. <laughs> I don't know if it's so much that someone watches the game and just goes, "Oh, that's crap." Now I don't want to play it. It's more because it's a single player game and it's like going through a story and like you know that sort of thing if you watch someone else play the entire game and now you know the entire story why would you then go play the game yeah yeah that's like, that's, that's how i was i guess it's like it's probably the type of game as well so something like you know god yeah. of war has a story yeah but the whole point of god of, exactly the whole point of god of war is like it's like yeah there's a story cool but the whole point of god of war is you just want to like you know you want to kill things so yeah. even if like you, you know what's basically what's going to happen at the end, you know, you know that you're going to fight a big boss and you're going to kill them. That's fine. You don't really care so much about that. It's just about the process of killing things. So like you know, you'll probably play that. So I don't, I don't know. But yeah, just make better games, guys. That's that's it. <laughs> that's all we have to say. It's all our advice. Problem solved, Mister Stadia. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is. It, I find it such a fascinating uh, thing because yeah, I mean, as we pointed out, you can't sit there and stream an entire uh, film on Twitch and comment over it. Like, you're legally not allowed to do that. Yeah, but um, say it hasn't stopped people, but yeah, yeah you're not supposed I mean, to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people still do it. But it's more of a case of, like, that's you're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to play the songs. And so it does mm -hmm. come down to this thing, this kind of weird grey area that, gra that games, yeah. <laughs> the games have where uh, it, it's like... Because at the end of the day, like, every person who plays a game is going to play... A game differently than the next person like even yeah. if it's the exact same game like someone might be a better shot so they'll go in run and gun someone might play the game more stealthily and then that's a very different experience mm. and so it's a case of like um there is a sort of certain amount of individualism that you bring to a game that you can't really bring to film or tv or music because right. that's already there it's already existing in its form and you can't really change it um whereas with games each experience and each playthrough you have you can really change and you can and so mm -hmm. it comes down to that factor of like, there is that level of individualism that you bring to a gameplay experience that people would enjoy. You know, like you might watch a streamer play through a game because you like the streamer, you know, you might not just watch the game as it is. Um, and yeah, and then it comes down to that idea of like profit versus loss. Like, are they gaining more? Like in the case of Among Us, I think Among Us has gained so much from yeah. the exposure it got from streams and stuff. Um, but I'm... Yeah, it's like, it's like, congratulations, you made like $1,000 from people who are streaming the game. 
but because not a lot of people are watching those streams, like you actually have less customers overall. So overall, you've made less money, even though you've charged streamers to stream the game. I mean, considering the game's only like eight bucks and it's also free on some devices, I don't know if... <laughs> I feel like whatever they've earned, they've probably done more. Oh, I was just talking like in a general game. thing, like you know, yeah. if, a, if a game studio was like, hey, we're going to charge you for streaming our game, it's like, okay, so enough streamers paid you to like, you know, where you made X amount of money. Yeah. But you've limited the amount of people actually streaming this, therefore watching it. So how much did you like reduce your customer base mm. by? Yeah. And then, you know, did you make money or did you lose money? I want to know, could you then apply this also to board games? Like, let's say, like, you know, you want to stream like someone playing Monopoly. It's like, yeah. well, you didn't make that board game. So do you have <laughs> rights to stream it? Should everyone own a copy of Monopoly in order to join in for Monopoly? Well, no, you, you well, no, you only bought a copy of Monopoly. You didn't buy a license to stream Monopoly. That's right. Didn't buy you a only, license. You, only, you bought the physical copy of it, but you don't have a license to stream Monopoly. So can you? Yeah, mm. and I mean, I, I think the worst, I don't know what the answer is, but I do think introducing stuff like licenses to stream or licenses to reproduce the content, you know, in gameplay, mm -hmm. I think that would be the most colossal uh, bad move, though. Not because I think it's like like a dick move, but more of a case of, I think that anyone who's a YouTuber, uh, if you do gameplay, it's harder. There's more work you have to put in, like you have to record the gameplay, sync it all up, edit it up, yeah. that takes longer. And if you look at someone like PewDiePie, who's gone from doing solely gameplay to just sitting on his floor reacting to memes, he does that yeah, because he gets easier. the same views <laughs> and or if not more views, and it's like he, he can pump those out daily because they're not hard. Like there's not like mm -hmm. it requires as much as gaming does. So I feel like you're just going to lose anyone who does video I mean, for starters. Yeah. I mean, it's like any sort of like, I don't know, price tag they put on streamers, obviously then they'll extend towards people who play the game on YouTube as well, yeah. because in their mind, they're going to say it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. And you, just, you think of a game like, you know, Minecraft, which is like just absolutely huge, like the amount of money that stuff is bought in is astronomical. Yeah. And that basically like made its beginnings on YouTube. Like mm -hmm. people didn't play it on YouTube. Like no one would be playing that game. It'd probably still be some like, you know, little side project on one guy's hard drive. Yeah, there's that too. So, yeah, that's exactly the same. Like if they if they were to bring this out, games like those won't won't no. come like indie games and stuff wouldn't stand a chance. Like they would be the main ones. Well, they would, to they'd get just yeah, they'd get utterly destroyed. Yeah, hundred percent. And so it's easy from someone who works from to from freaking Google to sit there and be like, you should challenge uh, people. It's fine. He'll be out of a job in a couple of years. Yeah, Google no, cancel <laughs> Stadia. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and then and then he'll be like, crap, I need money. And then he'll be like, maybe I'll be a Twitch streamer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how the turntables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, so that's my prediction, at least. There you go. Next prediction. We'll see if it yep. pays off. You know, like this, this guy will be homeless in three years. <laughs> We've called it. We've called it here first. <laughs> Julian, you're like, oh. So bad. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. Uh, alrighty. Okay. Cool. Well, that's our consensus. That's our call. We've <laughs> we've made our we've laid our bets down. There we go. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, well, let's jump on to our second uh, conversation of the day. And today I want to talk a little bit about spooky games because this is meant to be a Halloween themed episode. My original plan was we were going to be back in the office by now and I was going to bring in a box of dress ups because I have way too many dress ups and we were all going to pick a costume and it was going to be great, but that didn't happen. So nope. 
Uh, thank you, Roni. Appreciate you for ruining everything. Um, so instead, what I thought I would do is maybe we could just chat about some of our favorite uh, horror games or spooky games and maybe make some recommendations for this year if anyone watching uh, wants something to scare them that they haven't heard of before. I feel like with horror games, they tend to be like... Um, I, I tend to find that like I stumble upon them. I never really go looking for them. I just find them. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of them come from word of mouth. You just hear someone else say this game was scary and then you try it. So, so yeah, I just thought I'd talk to you. So do you guys like <laughs> horror as a genre or is it just me? <laughs> Sorry, it's just like when you said you just hear about a game that's scary and you go look for it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Dude, I don't my worst scary. nightmare <laughs> yeah same as scary movies like i can watch certain certain thriller like kind of movies but i just can't i'm, I'm just I'm, I'm a pussy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i've never played like a horror game have you like, watched no. one have I watched a horror game? Like, I no, find watching really. them easier because you're not actually the one doing the moving. Yeah, yeah, the shock horror value is yeah. less. Uh, no, like I can't say that I really have. Like, no, no. Wow. <laughs> like, I, me, I, like I don't know. Do you count like Resident Evil as a horror game? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, really. I like horror games. Yes, I wouldn't even play that. <laughs> oh, I, I've tried to play Resident Evil. The only reason I stopped is because the controls were utter garbage. Um, but like that, I wouldn't really consider a horror game. That's probably. Like, the furthest I've gone though in watching or playing one. Like, Were they the OG the... ones or the? Nah, this ones? was like I don't know. This was whatever was on PS3. I'm, I'll Google it. I've actually never played a Resident Evil game, so yeah, I probably should. I kind of think the, the number five. One. That's what it was. Resident Evil Five. Yeah. I think anyway. this one would be good, but I haven't got around to it. I should. Don't play it. Uh, horror movies don't really go out of way to watch it. Um, I don't find like I don't find jump scare movies all that entertaining. I don't so, so it's like I'm not gonna watch it because that's just like a waste of my time. I'd rather I'd rather watch like a bad movie that I'll enjoy than a bad movie I'll just hate. That's fair. Um, yeah, and then like if it's good horror, it's like well I don't want to be scared. That's like that's a bad emotion. I don't, that's a bad emotion. I don't want that. <laughs> so enough. I don't I don't do it. Do not yeah, partake. Same. Here and there, I've, I've probably watched a Resident Evil gameplay, and that was like struggling. I think Taylor was playing it one time. Yeah, was... yeah. That was my first time watching an, a Resident Evil game too. Yeah. I've watched a couple of people like very, very little play that new one, the Fast Move. Yeah, is that what it's called? Oh, the oh, yeah. I don't know how to say it either. It's like Fair Fantasy I have no idea. <laughs> Um, okay, I've watched people play that and then I'm just like too scared to continue. Really? <laughs> even oh. um even what's that game? I find um, I find that one pretty pretty tame. It just sounds more more silly than scary for me every time I've watched it. Even that game that came out last year, Fire, what was it called? I was scared of that too. <laughs> one one where <laughs> um uh you're in another world, and there's, and if it rains on you, you, you die. All right, time to Google this, Julian. Um, if it rains rain. on you, you die. <laughs> I'm probably like way off. It's just completely. completely oh, with the baby, he had his kind of baby. Oh, oh you mean like, oh, you're talking, 
walking oh, simulator. Death Stranding. Yeah, death Stranding, yes. Even <laughs> that scary You were scared of Death Stranding. Interesting. Yes. There's bloody ghosty things that were popping up everywhere. It was scaring me. <laughs> but, but, but I like it. I like that kind of thing. Like, I'll still yeah. watch it because it's just, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Yes. But even that scares me. Um, wow. Yeah. There you go. Back in the day when I was working at EB Games and I actually used to play more than like one game, I played a few. Um, Excellent. Dead Space. Dead oh, Space yes. 1 was very, very good. I found Dead Space 1 like quite scary. Uh, I did find the sequels weren't as scary. Maybe it was just because I was used to it by then. Um, but they're all good games. All three of them are like solid games, you know, apart from being scary. Mm. Um Another one, another good one, which is actually on sale right now. I just double checked. On sale. Is the Amnesia series. Ah, yes. Yes. So the Dark Descent, a machine for pigs. Um, a I machine would... for pigs was actually free the other week. Oh, I um, wouldn't recommend any of those, Julian. They are. <laughs> you are going to pee yourself if you try yeah. any of those. <laughs> None I of the Amnesia ones. Um, Don't touch them. Is that PewDiePie? <laughs> PewDiePie got famous with Amnesia? I think he did, yeah. The Dark Descent, I reckon, was his mm. like big break game i'm pretty sure yeah so that's that one and i mean everyone probably knows slender man i've never yeah. actually played it but i yes so i played that it wasn't scary it was, i just thought it was like stupid <laughs> <laughs> nothing scares wow. nick no oh that, that is, that's Waterford definitely not true <laughs> and it's Many funny because when i was young i used to love scaring people but i don't like scary movies <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's because you're not getting scared. Like yeah. you're you're It'll inflicting pain. Yeah, you're inflicting the pain on someone else. So you're like, haha, this is this is funny, but now when someone does it to you, it's like, what the How dare you? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. I love that. Love it. Um Wait, you Sarah. Well you haven't given us your opinion yet. Uh I, I quite like a, a good horror game. I don't like jump scare games because I find them cheap. Like, yeah. I just get angry with them. Like, I remember Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that game when that yeah. was just took over everything? Yeah. And I just remember being like, sorry. Is that really a horror, though? It's kind of yeah, dumb. It's considered something. Yeah. Something just pops out and goes like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's considered horror, I'm afraid. Um, and yeah, I mean, the concept, like, when you actually look into the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, is actually, mm. it is quite creepy. But like you do have to go kind of looking for it. <laughs> yeah, that's like, but is it like is it in the game? Yeah, yeah. Because what happens is that when they jump out and scare you, they like grab you and they like stuff you into a suit, which kills you. Because they think oh, that you're, okay. they think that you are one of them, but you're out of your suit. So they're oh, like, oh, we've got to get them back in the suit. So they like grab you and like force you back into the suit, which like. I think it like kills you in some way, like rips off your skin or something gross. So, Fair yeah. Um, so it is. It, it does have like a, a really. It's so much lore in that game too, which is just insane. Because I, I feel I, like um, game theory got famous through that. Probably, you guys know game theory? To be honest, like you had so many videos on it, like all yeah. the lore behind it. There's there is so much lore behind it, which is you know surprising considering the concept of it's pretty basic. At least the first one. There's like freaking like nine of those games now as well. It's insane. I I get, oh wait, another game that got big because of streamers, by the way, that or is by very YouTube true. people. Another ah. game that that's very true, actually. Yeah, because that's how oh, I heard about that game. game. People mm -hmm. playing them. So, yeah, good point. Good point. 
Um, bringing it back, linking it all in. Appreciate that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so no, I don't love jump scary games, but I think my favorite horror game, and I think, Julian, I think you wouldn't mind this, even though it is horror. Uh, it's a game called Condemned Criminal Origins, and it's kind of an older game. I think it came out in like 2003 or four, and it's um, it's like a detective game, but there's like bits of horror in it. There's only one level that I would consider to be really scary, which has actually caused me because I played this game the first time when I was like nine or something, and it has given me a slight phobia of mannequins <laughs> because <laughs> um, you go into this like abandoned mall and um, in true Doctor Who style, the mannequins will follow you when you turn around. And this was predating Doctor Who too, so I'm I'm calling you out, Stephen Moffat. You stole this idea, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, so these an original hack. <laughs> the mannequins would yeah would so you turn around and they'd be like all around you, um, but then you you know and they'd stop and yeah it was it was a really creepy level. It's a great great game though. It's really cool. You're like a, an investigator and you you know you blue light uv light things and collect evidence and it's a really cool game really cool story it's not scary scary but there's elements of scariness to it um but i recommend this game to anyone because it's so underrated it's so painful it's one of those games where you find it and you're like this is so good why is not everyone talking about this game <laughs> and then there's a sequel to it as well which wasn't as good but it's still cool so that's my favorite horror game and if you haven't played it go play it it's good Especially Oof. that freaking mannequin level. Yeah, but it's $19 on Steam. So it I sometimes it. goes on sale for quite a bit. I remember, I think I recommended it. I think Taylor mentioned it once, ages ago. And I was like, oh, I love that game. And I was talking about it. And then I think he got it for like three bucks or something. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> so, can buy it from a, a key site for like four bucks. Yeah, just chuck it on the wish list and it'll it'll go on sale. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a really great game. It's a good balance of like, because I like horror that's a bit more psychological and a bit more... Uh, I don't know, more ingrained in the story and the world versus just cheap jump scares or like, I hate, I think my least favorite type of horror is gory horror because it just feels so cheap. It's like, yeah. oh, it's scary to watch this person be torn apart. I'm like, yeah, no, no shit. No. Like, of course. Yeah, but it's, but <laughs> it's really not. Well, it's yeah, not. like it's, pre it's preying on such a, like a basic human emotion of like, most people don't like looking at other people getting hurt. <laughs> So it's kind of like, I don't know, I just find it very cheap. I prefer horror that has a bit more nuance and more layers to it uh, and that can scare you without trying. And that's what I feel like Condemned does, especially in that bloody shopping mall level. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then I also watched, um, what was it called? I watched this random game the other day. It's called Pacify. Um, and so I think it's an indie game and there's only two levels so far. Um, but the concept was really interesting. It was a little jump scary, but you did have to do like the story was that you're like this, um, you're like a member of this like paranormal investigation group and you go to investigate things and each level you're investigating a different thing. And there's one level where you're investigating this like haunted old mansion and there's these little dolls everywhere. And like there's this demon thing who, uh, who the only way you can stop it from like killing you is you have to give it one of the dolls. <laughs> And, but then there are these demon dolls and you have to burn those dolls to try. It's it's basically like very cheap, but I loved the concept and there was kind of like, I don't know. And then there's this other level where there were these creepy cannibal people. It was interesting, but there was elements of kind of like, you had to work out 
how to defeat them and there wasn't really a lot of clues we had to piece together what was there and I don't know I just like stories that make you horror that makes you work for it instead of ones that just kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's where the horror is just like kind of I don't know it's like just there so I'm trying to think of what else I would recommend (laughs) at the moment because they're the two that come to mind. That phas- phasmophobia, however, <laughs> that looks really that looks really interesting. I, I can't remember, I don't know how to say it. It's really popular right now on streaming stuff. Um, once again, another game that has got popular from content creators. Yeah. Um, but that looks really cool because it's co-op. And I was looking into doing for our community game night. I was looking at getting a co-op horror game, and I couldn't find bloody any. And then this game came up, and I was like, oh, where were you like <laughs> two weeks ago? Um, probably still there. I just didn't know about it. Um, but yeah, like a co-op horror game is really cool because I think it's kind of fun to be able to, I don't know, share yeah. that experience with friends if you have them, you know? So Yeah, <laughs> yeah I so, think yeah. I'd prefer that, like to play some sort of scary game or zombie game with, with friends. Then mm. I'll, be, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to hear Jillian freaking out over over yeah. the mic every so often. I'm <laughs> oh definitely all right well um happy halloween everybody if you celebrate it uh i know we do actually have a pretty decent listenership in the u.s so uh i hope you guys have a lovely halloween or had a lovely halloween uh and i would love to do halloween one year i'd love to go to america for halloween i think that'd be really cool so Mm. but not this year that's for sure (laughs) uh all right cool well keeping it into spooky ish sort of not really kind of a very tenuous spooky link uh the last thing i'm going to talk about today is uh so i read about this i think only yesterday or the day before um so and this kind of grinds my gears because you all know that i am not a fan of console exclusivity i think it's stupid and i hate it and i think it does more like to hurt consumers than anything anyway uh, so I recently read that the new, so there's a new COD game coming out. I reckon, I think it's like two weeks. What? Really? I know. I, it's a bit unheard of. Um, <laughs> just like, uh, you know, Easter and Christmas, a new COD game comes around every year. Uh, and this one, uh, has once again found a way to, um, keep things exclusive. So a new, the new Black Ops Zombies, not all of it. I think it's just a mode. So they're introducing a new mode. Um, and that mode is only going to be exclusive to PlayStation. Now, I think they've done this before with other modes in the past, um, which is, you know, I guess is their prerogative. They have got a really cushy deal with Sony and they like to look after their Sony overlords. Um, but the thing that pissed me off, and I'm not sure if this was what it was in the past with the past deals they had. Like, I know they had a deal with Modern Warfare 2 when the remaster of that came out it was exclusive to PlayStation for a month before it came anywhere else, which annoyed me because that's my favorite COD game. Uh, But it was fine, I just waited. Anyway, so this new Zombies mode is going to be exclusive to PlayStation for a whole year, which I think is so dumb because there's going to be a new COD game when this mode becomes available to everybody else and no one's going to be playing this freaking Zombies mode anymore. So basically, they've just made it an exclusive mode for PlayStation. Like, that's basically what it is. Like... They may as well have just said an exclusive PlayStation only mode because no one's going to wait a year to play this mode. Like it's just, it it isn't, it's not going to happen. So 
Um, basically, how do you guys feel about this mode, this concept of having an entire mode uh, console locked? Do you think it's, you know, well, hey, it's a viable idea, it might get people to buy a PlayStation, or do you think that it's a bit of a dick move and uh, that it's not cool and that Sony need to just chill, chill the heck out and just let people enjoy things everywhere instead of on their consoles? <laughs> so reading through what the mode is, uh, it sounds really shit. And it sounds, <laughs> it's, it honestly, it well, sounds like, argument. it sounds like someone thought of this idea in about five minutes, like before a meeting where it's like, oh yeah, by the way, like what's our exclusive content? And the guy's like, oh my God. Oh, uh, <laughs> so he quickly like five minutes, just like wrote something on a piece of paper and he's like, yeah, here we go. Done. Um, yeah, it honestly sounds lazy. So it's like, it's zombies mode but you play on normal multiplayer maps, not even any special zombies maps or any exclusive maps. It's just your regular multiplayer maps. And you got to stay within a certain boundary of a glowing ball and kill hordes of zombies that come at you. So it's like, it's super lazy, super boring. <laughs> and the only reason it exists is because they have a deal with Sony where they have to deliver some sort of exclusive content. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when, you know, Microsoft got all the COD exclusives, it was DLC, which you'd get like a month before all the PlayStation guys. Um, but they stopped doing like map DLCs and things because it dilutes your play base and then ends up killing it sooner. Which I don't really think matters for COD because like, you know, every year a new one comes out anyway. So how much of your play base can you honestly lose? Um, but yeah, that's the only reason this exists because now they're like, okay, we can't do map DLC. We've got to do something else. Oh, I know, a new game mode. Oh, but we can't make it too good because like, people get a bit too angry. So we'll just quickly whip up like something and then just release it and that'll be that. So in the general scheme of things, yes, exclusive game modes suck. Uh, in this context, it doesn't matter because people are going to play this for about two minutes and then turn it off and never touch it again. Fair. <laughs> they, and there you go. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, no, it's just the same conversation as usual. I think it just comes down to, to money and it's just a deal. That they yeah, have. of course. Um, I mean, there's probably some sort of metric behind it that they know um, on their end um, as to why they do it because, like, I mean, it doesn't really make sense from our perspective. But because, like yeah. you said, no one's going to buy a fucking PlayStation for this. Yeah, um, no. yeah no, no one's going to look at this and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to change my Xbox pre-order to a PlayStation one because I want this thing where I have to stay with a glowing orb and then shoot zombies instead of just shooting zombies normally. I guess it's like a brand thing because it's like, it's like they're saying it's exclusive to Sony. Like people might, yeah. most people might probably wouldn't look deep into it and be like, okay, so it's this specific mode. They'll be like, oh, no, it's better was, on Sony. Yeah, it'll just be like exclusive My son, love, my son loves COD. I'm, I should get him a Sony or, you know, like something like that. Maybe. Yeah, true. Because mm. yeah, it just it feels like the mode itself isn't like it's not going to bring anyone over. So it's like, no. what what is the point of this other than just the clout to just be like, we have a thing that the other ones don't have. Like, mm. yeah, it's like the Modern Warfare exclusive that was like at least kind of cool. Um, because Spec Ops was fun to play back in the day. But yeah, this one just sounds it sounds shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it it's called is... shit anyway, right? Like... <laughs> no, I mean, like, Poor this God. sounds like a really lazy, just, like, garbage game mode that was implemented. Yeah. It, it honestly feels like someone just thought of it in, like, five minutes and just, like, just put it in there. Well, yeah. it's just a typical zombie game mode. Like, it's a typical thing. Yeah, but, like, they could at least be, like, you know, exclusive, like, zombie maps or something, or, like, you know, yeah, find a way to work it somehow into zombie lore. 
or something like that. You know, if you want to make it like really exclusive, like if you really wanted to annoy people, put like some of the mainstream like COD Zombies lore into this. So it's like, oh, you want to know the story behind zombies? Oh, well, you got to play it on PlayStation if you want to know. But all they did is they made a crappy horde mode and they're like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. You know. It's it's worthless. No one's going to play it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't played, know. I find I it. Think I've played. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only COD zombie game I played was the Black Ops uh, 4. Like we played it at PAX, not last year, year before it would have been. Um, and that was like big for like a month and then no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. Forgot about it. It wasn't that big. But that, it was pretty fun to play with people. Like to play with like four, I think it was like a team of four or five or yeah, something. I think it's it was four, fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just don't know why they would decide to do like I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of exclusivity. If they were going to do a deal for Sony, why not do like, you get special extra skins or something like that. Like just something that doesn't, you know, that isn't that. Affects the actual gameplay. Yeah. Like just, just some random thing that you get extra, whatever, if you have to do something. But for me, I I also just don't know why they would pick uh, something to do with zombies because from my gathering, zombies already has a pretty like smaller player base. Like, for the amount of people who play COD, there's only going to be a smaller chunk of them that actually are interested in the zombies. So then why make another mode for an already smaller base? Like, it just, I don't know. I, I don't like it, but it's kind of like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Like, I mean, why would you do that? <laughs> because it's probably just copy and pasted code from, like, everything else. You have a multiplayer map, so you don't need to make a brand new map. You have waves of zombies, which already exists in your normal zombie mode. And you have to stay within a certain, like, radius of an object, which you could probably just modify some code from, you know, domination or whatever yeah, like objective <laughs> yeah. game mode you have. And there you go. You just kind of, like, butcher, butcher all this together and make sure it works. And it's like, there we go. Brand new game mode. All done. It took about an hour of time. Let's go have some lunch. It's like a patchwork game mode where they've just yes. pulled things from other places and shoved it all together. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, like... In you guys' opinion, why why the year? Like why a year? Oh, yeah. Like that's what that's what I got caught up on. Because fine, a month early access. That I'll I'll deal with that. But a year just seems weird. Ah, uh, Sony probably added an extra zero. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But then like it's <laughs> not worth it, Sony. You're being ripped off. This is not worth paying extra for. <laughs> I don't really think Sony cares. Maybe it was a case of like. Um, one party wanted it to be, I guess Sony wanted it to just be a pure exclusive. Yeah. And then the other guys were like, we can't do that, but we can do this, which is basically the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe being like, yeah, maybe like the wording of this is going to be a PlayStation only mode they were worried about. Hmm. So maybe keeping it as, oh, so it's, it's going to, you know, you can play it eventually yeah. when we're done with this game, <laughs> when you don't want to yeah. play the game anymore. Like, yeah, maybe it's more of a ploy to, like, make it seem less, less like this is a mode we've only designed for for PlayStation, maybe? That's... Or maybe this means no COD next year for the first time in, like, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Back, back, back. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I think one of the best things the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise did was take a break. Activision yeah. is not going to turn off their money machine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it is Activision. considering that I'm doing that well, fair. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, 
what okay so what's probably happened is sony and activision probably they don't sign a new contract every year they probably signed like a five or ten year contract for call of duty exclusives or something like that and this year activision was just like we don't know what to give them so treyarch was like all right look we'll just cobble together some game mode how's that and they're like yeah that'll do we're fine all good and so that's... it's pro- yeah I don't, I don't think they like they went to sony and they're like all right here's our plan for exclusive content and said it was like okay yes now we'll sign the contract this yeah. is what we signed like a very long time ago yeah, yeah. Nick's just a fly on the wall in that. Yeah, that yeah. I was like, that was an accurate <laughs> representation of what that entire conversation was. Yes. Yeah, the leaked footage. <laughs> yep. It was just like three guys in a room. Yep. And they're like, yeah, here's our rough idea. It was like you know, three dot points on a piece of like lined A4 paper. And oh, Sony wow. just rubber stamp and pff, all yeah. right, let's go. Let's go. Is that Fair strange? enough. Have they said anything about a new COD for next year? I haven't really heard anything but well i mean this this one doesn't even come out julian so let's not you know <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Not, let's not get too Stop eager down, julian, right? <laughs> but cold no they'll, they'll be they'll be a new cold one War's come out. cold war's not out yet no. the beta, out. Out. It's beta yeah. it'll be out and and then wait like four or five months and there'll be chats of you know the new one and yeah you know, everyone will jump on it and be like this is the worst thing ever made but i'm still gonna put 80 bucks down for it because i want to play it <laughs> But yeah, I was, yeah. Sorry, to, to go back to where we were talking about, I've been watching people play it, and I was oh, contemplating yeah. on buying it, but now I don't want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> we talked you out of it. <laughs> we're good at doing that. <laughs> uh, I've watched people play it, and I'm not that interested in it. So yeah, mm. I think there's an update for Warzone anyway, so just play yeah, for that, free. That'll take you three days to download anyway, so don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fine. Actually, yeah, I really got that game. Yeah, I haven't, up- yes. I haven't updated it for like weeks. Wars, Warzone. <laughs> I think I uninstalled it about four months ago. So I, I, you know, if I ever tried to reinstall it again, I'd have to leave my PC on overnight. Like it's just ridiculous. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah. I'm scared yeah. to uninstall it just in case I need it. The commitment it's... to uninstall it is too great. <laughs> it's fine now because now you can just download like whatever section of the game you want. You don't have to download the entire game. Why was it not like that the whole time? I uh, look, you know, Inf- no, Infinity Ward, great developers on their end, or Blizzard, whoever was responsible for it. It only took them a year to figure that you know, out. To figure it out, yes, only took a year. Like <laughs> so fantastic. Yes, now you can download our game in parts, just as the new game comes out. So just, it only makes sense. It makes no sense to have like a free mode in a game and then force you to download all the modes that you can't use. Like mm-hmm. it's so dumb. I mean, it is free, though. I mean, we shouldn't complain. <laughs> well, Justin, remember, if something is free, then it means that you are the con- you are the product or whatever. So, yeah. And then you have to buy <laughs> more SSDs or how Exactly, that? right? <laughs> Maybe there's like a secret that. backdoor deal with, <laughs> with SSDs. If you have a strong, strong willpower, the, the free-to-play algorithm doesn't work on you, okay? That's true. You, you don't buy the loot boxes. You don't just do get it. all the benefits. Don't buy the loot boxes. Never. Just, <laughs> just lower your expectations. You don't need that skin. You really no. don't. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't the make sense. Cool. The you secret is tell that to Johnny. Just be poor. And then you can't afford the loot boxes. 
even better. Yeah, but Nick, what if you aren't poor? Then you can spend all the money on the loot boxes and then you are poor, but then you also have loot boxes. Well, I have a solution to that, actually. You can right. donate to me <laughs> and then and then you can be right. poor. Right, there you go. Nick's PayPal link will be in the description. Feel free to go there yep. and donate to Nick. I'll um, put my BSB and account number just, in there as well, just, just in case you have PayPal. If you need help <laughs> to deal with your loot box addiction, Nick is here to help you out. Just a helpful guy. Just so altruistic. Not not a selfish bone in your body at all. Not not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Three payments of five nine nine. Just give me all your money and then you won't be tempted to buy loot boxes. There you go. It's the easiest way. Same thing, mm -hmm. you know, like just yeah, deal with all your problems that way. It's fine. That's it. Alright, well, on that uh <laughs> cheery note uh i guess we'll wrap up the podcast uh for this episode um thank you guys so much for joining me always always a pleasure to have you guys on um no thank you for being here and having a chat um remember if you haven't already to check us out on we the thermal take accounts on twitter facebook instagram uh we have a discord server which you could join uh, please do. Um, we have the links. All for these will be somewhere around, either in the description or somewhere to the left or right of the screen. Uh, join our Discord server, the TTANZ community server. We do lots of cool stuff on there, and you can suggest topics for us to talk about um, for the next podcast, which I would really appreciate. I think actually next podcast, I could be wrong. I know next podcast is a really cool podcast. We actually have a special guest for our next yeah. one i'm pretty sure so look forward to that it's gonna be really cool very informative and we're definitely gonna look for you guys to send us some questions to ask our mystery special guest so i would really appreciate you doing that um also check us out on youtube you might be listening to you know watching this on youtube right now if so please feel free to subscribe to the channel and leave us a like uh, we'd really appreciate it um and i think that's it is there anything else not that i'm aware of anything did I do good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you did all right. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to have a special guest. What is this? We are having a special Oh, Jillian doesn't even know the special guest. <laughs> well, surprise to Jillian as well. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Very, you'll have to wait until the next episode to find out. Damn it. All right. <laughs> all right. Take care, everyone. Stay safe out there. Happy Halloween. Yeah. And we'll see you next podcast. See ya. Thank you so much for sticking around all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Thermal Talk. If you want to join in the discussion or maybe even suggest a topic for us to talk about next podcast, ensure to join our Discord. We also do weekly giveaways there as well, so it's well worth a join. And remember, these podcasts go up in video form on our YouTube channel. So if you want to see all the madness as well as hear it, check that out as well. We'll see you next time.